Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to C103's Cork Today podcast. Phone and text lines are currently closed. Peter Dowdle, theirishgardener.com, uh, joining us. Uh, good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon, Patricia. How are you? I'm very well. You survived both of the storms anyway. We came out the other end. And would you believe, I was just thinking about it there before we came on air. Since I spoke to you last Wednesday, it's been a difference of about 20 degrees in yeah. temperature in one week. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Uh, it's unreal. I had Alan O'Reilly on from Carlo Weather and he was saying the same thing. In one 24-hour period, it went from 18 degrees of a difference. It's just, it's, uh, just it, nuts, it, yeah, it? it really is nuts. And a lot of the gardens got a bit of a bashing. I mean, I was looking at my tree, some of my tree ferns got a real bashing, but then their last year's fawns or whatever they're called. 
So they, they'll they be coming, are, they'll and, be coming and, off and anyway. The, the plants, that, plants that would be susceptible to frost damage, such as your tree fern and some canna lilies and, and more kind of tender and exotic plants, they, they, if they were protected with fleece or something like that, that would be fine. Um, but if if not, they might be at risk, or they might be they, well, they would be at risk, and they would be vulnerable. The only thing is that the cold snap didn't last that long. It, it was very cold when we went through it, and it might have seemed long to you and I, but not necessarily to plants. Most plants can take th- that drop in temperatures for a few days. If it's a prolonged period, is when they're really at risk. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's saying we mentioned ash dye back yesterday on the program because we were talking about trees that got you know would have gotten loosened and damaged. Between between the two uh, storms and the whole issue of ash dieback uh, came up on the programme. Somebody said, could you ask Peter, how would I know if I had ash dieback? I've got ash trees in my garden. You know, from looking at it, it's, it's a very easy one to spot, Trish, unfortunately. Uh, and it's it's um, on in relation to the storms that uh, the, the, the dieback will reduce the vigour of them, of course. Yeah, but they're also quite shallow rooted and they're prone to coming down in storms anyway. So, yeah, it is a risk. But how you spot it is if you, Really, during the winter, it's so much harder to see. It's it's not easy to see during the winter months right now. But when it's in leaf, it's very obvious because you'll just see uh, where the crown should be good and green. You'll just begin to see quite a lot of dieback, just as it sounds. Um, a lot of the, the starting at the extremities, you know, starting at the outermost of the, the branches, you'll see the, the, them dying back seemingly randomly. But that's that's a kind of classic symptom that that's what it is. And it is spreading, isn't it? Oh, it is spreading. Yeah, it's a de- desperate bloody t- uh, affliction. Uh, I thought a few years ago they were getting on top of it, but um, it, it, no, it seems to be as bad as ever. No, I must do my home, more homework on it because it's a very good friend of mine who's a who's a kind of an expert on it, uh, and I must I must sit down with him for half an hour and find out what the latest is oh, and yeah. what's what's the latest in terms of of, of um, any treatments. Yeah, because it's a native Irish tree. It's important, isn't it? Well, it is, and uh, for the GAA as much as for everybody else, because of course we make the hurdies from it. But, yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, from the point of view of biodiversity and just species extinction, we don't want to be losing uh, such an important native species. No, because Ireland is, you know, we're not blessed with masses of native species of plants or uh, masses of in number. We don't have that many native species, so we don't want to lose one as important as the ash. Okay, now we sent on this picture that came in earlier uh, from a listener to say, I got this plant a few months ago. Beautiful coloured leaves. It grew very fast and even has white flowers. I wonder if Peter could put a name on it, please. And it is gorgeous. I do love the colour of the leaves. I had a quick look at it, Trish. Yeah, I did. John Paul sent it on to me on WhatsApp and it is gorgeous, but it's coleus, C-O-L-E-U-S. Uh, but the bad news, if you like, is it's not going to last forever. It's an annual plant, so you'll ah. you really only get the one growing season from it. But those white flowers, if you want, will turn to seed. So if you want, you could um, you could collect the seed, dry it out, and and sow it again for next year. But the great thing with the coleus is you get these marvelous leaf colors. But if you try growing from some from seed. You, you you get seedling variation. You get lots of different leaf colours in your seedlings. They won't all, maybe none, in fact, might be exactly the same as the parent plant. So you get lots of different leaf colours. It, it's great fun. It's worth a try. OK, and as she's staying on a presence, uh, Liz got a beautiful Christmas cactus. It's now stopped fl- flowering. What do I do with it now, says Liz? Uh, if you want, on, on Friday, this Friday on the Today Show with Dahi, I'll be showing him how to uh, how, how to propagate houseplants so you can grow more houseplants and, and do them from free. I'm not sure if we'll get time to do the Christmas cactus or not, but it's quite straightforward, actually, to propagate from it. Easier than you might think. But if you don't want to propagate and you just want to mind it, uh, there's little enough you need to do, really. You do 
it's not technically a cactus actually um so you can water it and and you know you wouldn't have you wouldn't keep it damp but at the same time i wouldn't let it go bone dry particularly for for any length of period either it, but it's quite it's quite forgiving those those segments those stem segments are actually uh, swollen with water so it, it will give you plenty of notice if it needs water it'll get quite limp and droopy and then you can you can give it some and it'll it'll fill it up again um if you think it's too big for the pot in other words if it's kind of falling over and maybe bringing the pot with it you could certainly repot it uh, into a good open compost with plenty of grit you could do that at this time of the year um and apart from that just keep it somewhere you know indoors relatively warm and, and sunny and and little enough and it'll do its thing then it, it sometimes it does take a break so if it flowered very well this christmas it may take a break next christmas but it'll flower again the year after so it flowers then every christmas or every winter except for the odd years when it takes a break okay hi peter my snowdrops are in containers and this is the second year they're doing poorly should i be feeding them or would i be better off moving them out into the garden later on I think you'd be better off moving them out into the garden. Yeah, you shouldn't really need to feed um, uh, snowdrops or any bulbs, really, because they're, they're, the bulb is the swollen food reserve, so it should be getting its nutrients from the soil. Uh, but if it's in a container, particularly if it's been in a container for a few years, the nutrient levels might be quite low. So I would suggest moving it out. And snowdrops, in fact, uh, they're better planted out, what we call in the green. I never grow snowdrops from bulbs planted in the autumn. It's a much better, more successful way to grow them is the way she's describing, you have them in a container. Uh, when the flowering has finished, which would be in a, mo- a month's time, depending on the variety, um, uh, take it out of the container. You could divide the clump into several smaller clumps or you could plant out all one clump, but into the ground. Uh, and I'd say next year then, y- y- they should be getting all they want from the soil. Hi, Peter. How can I make my Hallibors healthy? They're looking very tired this year. The, I can't say exactly, obviously, because I can't see them. So if she, if she wants to send us in a photograph, we'll have a look at it, certainly. But a couple of rules of thumb for the hellebores, the, 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 the Christmas rose is Hellebores niger, or then you have the Lenten rose, which is Hellebores orientalis. But it's the Lenten one, which is actually probably in flower now. It normally flowers early. And they're really, really beautiful shades. What I would say, a great tip if you're not doing it already, is remove all the foliage towards the end of the year. Now, if you haven't done it, it's certainly not too late. The reason for that is twofold, Trish, because you get lots and lots of leafy growth with these uh, Hellebore orientalis. Um, and it obscures the flowers. You don't see the flowers because there's so much leaf. So you won't harm the plant at all by cutting those leaves back to ground level. So you really get to see and enjoy the flowers. And even just doing that on its own can make them look that less tired, if you know what I mean. They'll look more vibrant. But equally, the, the other benefit of cutting back the leaves is hellebores, particularly the orientalis type, they do tend to get a, a, the hellebore black spot, which, is, as it sounds, a black mottling on the leaf. And it's not really doing much damage to it. It is a fungal problem, but it's quite unsightly. And again, it, it does decrease the overall vigor of the plant. So when you're removing the leaves down to ground level to show off your flowers, you're also then removing that leaf spot. So you're helping the plant and the new leaves that will come should be fine. So maybe that, that removing the leaves, plant them in a, a semi-shaded position. I wouldn't worry too much about feeding again, except with just good organic matter around the, around the base of the plant. That's some good compost, homemade compost, even a bit of farmyard manure or anything like that um, and, and then they should be fine Okay and Aoife is moving into a new uh, house wants to set a new lawn uh, is now the right time of the year to do it someone at work told her she shouldn't be doing it until next September did somebody at work is right to a degree that you shouldn't be doing it right now, uh, but you don't have to wait till September. No, March is actually probably the perfect month for, for doing the lawn. So you don't have to wait that long. But 
you, you can't even work the soil at the moment because it's so it's so saturated. The the frost that we had, if you were working the soil, preparing for March sowing, so which means digging over the soil, removing any perennial weeds, um, removing big stones and things like that, getting ready for the seed. You could do all that work now before March, provided the soil wasn't saturated. The the the, the cold spell we had actually is perfect for that preparation because the soil tends to be drier and the frost breaks down the clods. Um, so once the soil is dry enough, you could certainly start your preparation work, but you wouldn't be setting seed at all now till, till March. Okay, and Helen wants to know, ash from the stove, is that useful in the garden or is it harmful to the garden? Absolutely useful, provided you're not burning coal, which we're not allowed to anyway. But if if you're burning uh, wood ash, you know, just just normal wood, um, then that's absolutely perfect. To, to add. what I do is, well, sometimes I'm I'm very lazy and I just throw it around the base of my roses and things like that. But um, I suppose the perfect and there's no harm in doing that either. Just you know, spread it thinly. The 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 best thing to do really is just add it to your compost bin and just let it mix away. It's it's full of potash and potassium, which is great for promoting root development during the winter, but also flowers then later in the summer. Okay, and a text was said, I've never set seeds before. I'd love to give it a try. Is now the time to do it? Yes and no. So it depends what you're setting seeds of okay. um, without going too far into it. If you're a lot of seeds, a quick Google search will tell you which to do when. But if, if you're growing plants, be they edibles or ornamentals uh, from seed, you could start a lot of them off indoors in seed trays at the moment, which means that in a few weeks time after they've germinated, you'll have to do what's called prick them off, which is, you know, into individual little plants. Um, and then as the temperatures increase, you can start hardening them off during April and May where you're moving them outside. It sounds like a bit of work. It's not. It's very, very simple. It just takes a bit of time. Alternatively, though, the much easier way is, is to do what we call direct sowing which is where you sow the seed directly where it's going to grow outside. But you wouldn't do that till later in the year. So kind of April, May, um, you, you'll have much more of a variety of what you can grow if you started now indoors uh, in the seed tray. But there's just a bit of work ahead okay. of you then. But, but it is but it's great fun, fun yeah, and it's not yeah, difficult. A fun thing to get involved with. OK, listen, we leave it there. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for that, Peter. Look forward to it. Thanks, Trish. Thanks a million. Have a lovely week. That is Peter Dowdrell, theirishgardener.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.